two, and here's Modi. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Here's Modi, uh, a show that is. We don't have a tagline for what the show is. We don't. We never really finished that off. We never we found it last week. Something about a Jewish comedian's. View. You can kill the band at this point. I think. Thanks it's for coming. Fading out. It's fading, it's fading out. out. Give it a sec. Give it a sec. It's nice. It's it's. Fading. We're in the new studios of Gotham, and uh, everybody's figuring it out. It's much. Uh, we're trying to do a different shoot today. But yeah, we need a little time. Like it's the the view of the world through a Jewish comedian's eyes. I what thought was it, it was like your favorite neighborhood Jew. No, well, we, our guest no, last support, week. Last week, our guest thing, last week said, "Support your local Jew." Support yeah, your local Jew. I like that. I like that. That's it. Support your local Jew. <laughs> exactly. That's. Yeah. I like it. Good. And we're done. stealing it. Okay. We can. Thanks for on. and thanks for tuning in. Uh, <laughs> see you next week. What would you like to discuss today? Well, I don't know. We were having a very good conversation about Botox right before we. Is that how you want to start? Why not? Yeah, let's go. Let's what do you go. want to talk about? We got Botox on Monday, and uh, which is two. Two days ago? Two days ago. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I look at my face and I feel like, oh my God, I think it's falling. And then I, I have a panic attack. So I have like some work done or something. And then we're just You go. say work done as if you've done this. This is like only your second time getting Botox. Okay. Third. Maybe. But the, we don't count one of those times <clears throat> because I don't think she knew what she was doing. Right. It was a, we, Okay. We go to Jody Levine. She knows what she's doing. She knows what the hell okay. she's doing. And she... she um. She is a dermatologist in the Upper East Side. Of course. She's, you know, the prices of the Upper East Side. And uh, she, she does give us a friends and family discount. And um, But like this other place sent me this thing, like it's like, super cheap. And if you buy a package, you get whatever. It was like, so we tried that and it wasn't good. So we went back to... It just wasn't enough. I, I don't know. If, nah, I don't know. Jody kind of like... It's an art. She has this like this muscle chart of the face, and she's like, and she knows how she put it last time. And she's like, she's like Harvard doctor. The, the many years of, of this practice, it was worth it. And I said to her, you know, because she's Jewish and she knows she knows me, and she, I mean, we're friends and family. Like, and I said to her, you know, I perform for the Jewish world, and for you know, I'm going to be on the on the on the Israeli Day float parade for the council. I mean, this is not just for me. It's for Klal Yisrael. You're doing this for Israel. <laughs> when you fix my face, it's not just for for us. It's not a vanity thing. It's it's to support Israel. Support your local Jew. Support your local Jew and help hold his face up. Exactly. So that her husband a- did my nose. So, yeah. Okay, I yeah. mean, this is, and so you, okay, there you dr- will and, get and, to And we're not getting a plug, and no, I'm calling her right after this and telling her to send money for this episode. A hundred percent. I'm bleeping out her name. Oh my God, bleeping. No, oh, no don't, no, don't bleep her name. Uh, it's actually kind of a hot situation because he's like a plastic surgeon and she's like a dermatologist and they operate out of this like duo private hospital. Like she's on one wing, he's on the other wing. It's and like it's, they're such a power couple. It's like the, really, yeah, they're amazing. I'm it, sure they have stories of like. I don't know. We, I've been day. there for his surgery for for Botox, whatever. And it's like the first he has a full OR in there, and for some reason there's eighty employees. I don't know. They have like I don't know if it's nurses or nurses assistants or nurses this it's or res- it's a full opera. It's so impressive. No pun intended. And uh, hello. <laughs> Anyway, so we are, uh, so we are, um, so, so she she gave us a heavy pour, 
Okay. We're like, we're not playing around. Just hit that <laughs> in there and get in, you know, the... Yeah. That was a good needle sound. That was amazing. And anyway, so she was... And she like made these notes on Leo's thing. Two twos, four fours, twos, four, six. And then she goes, make that two into a four. Yeah, she's, she's, I was like, double it up, sister. Double what, that up. You, Hit like, me again. What, what, what's going... And nobody's saying like maybe you're like a little young to be getting Botox? She said that to me last time. She said that to me last time. She said, I don't really think you need any. And then that was six months ago. And then I came back. She was like, hmm, I guess I could have, I could have done more. So It's a scandal. No, it's, it's not, not a scandal. scandal. It's it works. Scandal. It works. Let me tell you something. There are 19-year-olds getting Botox and filler. And it's all preventative. I mean, there are nine-year-olds getting married in Yemen. <laughs> no. This, <laughs> no. Wait, wait, wait. We actually, we know another dermatologist, uh, also Upper East Side woman, very very big deal and she has kids and she she gives it to her kids who are 14 15 okay she, that's like right illegal am i, am I right or wrong illegal. well it's it not, should be no it's your preventative or whatever the the, the thing they call it. All, okay what what kind of self what are we wait. teaching these I, children first of all that you have to stay camera ready in this day and age exactly. that's what we're teaching children we have instagram live we have three cameras in the room you what do you want from us we're in I the can, room the size of a toilet with three cameras yeah, on us right now i have right a camera now, so. up my nose i'm practically getting a colostum uh, what's it enema uh what we no, colostomy? No, colostomy is the back. Ew. The, the whatever. When they put the tube up your up your butt. What's colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. That's what I'm practically getting. Um, I think God. it's a scandal, and I'll tell you why. I can't wait till you start doing it and realize uh, it's if not. If I haven't done it until now, like I'm probably not going. No, to you'll do it, it, and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, this is good," and she'll be here like, "I just got <laughs> like, She's gonna come in. Her face will be like 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 this TV screen. <laughs> yes, I love Fukta. Wait, so here's the thing. I was super hot. When I was 27, 28. Thank you. I'm hot for my Everyone's age. I look, hot. But I'm never going to look. We what had I this discussion. Like. We did. It's yeah. not you trying to be 23 years old. It's you just trying to be the best version no, of I'm you. No, 23 years old. It's the. <laughs> it's you just. It's you just trying to be the best version of what you can be. It's not like. If it doesn't bother you or anything. For you, you do have to stay a level of camera ready. Yeah. Like the camera is. Harsh. On my face, it's yeah, hard. No, I harsh. get that, but and when I, you're in front of audiences, it's a public service. Honestly, really? you know, someone sent us a, a pictures from that uh, one of the shows d- I did during Passover, and I, I was actually not not happy. That's good. It was good. It was a good. It was a, a good, good feeling. It was a you good look feeling. Amazing. Boch Hashem, and uh, but you need to to keep it together. Speaking of Hashem. You've had some spiritual experiences lately. So have you. I think you uh, so wanted you. to unpack here in this session. We were not unpacking. We're sharing. No, it's un- not like an unpacking session. We Unpacking isn't a bad thing. We went to... We had an amazing trip to Europe. We went to I, Hungary. I saw on Instagram. On, to Hungary. Um, and then from Budapest, we drove up two hours... Towards the Ukrainian border, oh we, we were practically on the Ukrainian we were, border. I mean, I, I was literally, serious? I was really calling Zelensky to see if he had some place for me I to do a set. I was posting a picture on my Instagram story, and then I was adding the location, and you know, like it pulls up all of everything of what's yeah, around yeah, yeah. you, and it goes Hungary Ukraine border. And Shut I was like, up! Oh, we're really close, guys. <laughs> yeah, we went up there for the Yort site, the year anniversary of the death of Reb Shaya. Reb Shaila, the Kerastir Rebbe. It's a town called Kerastir. 
And those of you who are trying to picture what this is, imagine Fiddler on the Roof. Imagine the town, like Anatevka, Kerastir. This is the town. And we went up there with my best friend Dina and her father, who is the great-grandchild of this rabbi, the oh, oldest wow. living great-grandchild of this huge rabbi that people go to and pray there, and miracles happen in their lives. And we it's, went... It's a pilgrimage site that is active year-round, but especially near and on the Yort site death anniversary. Near, not far from the... Yes, um, awful. Right? Um, Just no, to clarify. that was funny. It's very good. It's exactly... It's a pilgrimage, but you go there Just and Just to like paint the picture that there's like people coming so and going. So it's like the Hodge, so, but for Jews. What's the Hodge? Lahavdil. But uh, what I'm sorry, Lahavdil. You, you always say when you compare Jewish things to non-Jewish things, you just say Lahavdil. You say, "Oh, I'm learning that today. I didn't know that." Lahavdil Lahav means Lahav to be. It should be differentiated. So differentiate. when you say when you say um, it going to the Hajj or going to Mecca, yeah. or going oh, to oh, this, oh, oh. we say, "Okay, but Lahavdil." But it no. should be. It should be a diff. <laughs> it should. It's, you should know. The answer is no. So people go up there throughout the year. People just just go to Hungary, take a the a car service up there, come back. A and car um Yeah. Uh, and then but this is the anniversary. Over I think over twenty thousand people flew there. Which we'll have to talk about the yeah, we'll what talk happened about on that. Lufthansa but, with it. But keep painting the picture of what's okay. happening at this place. So here we are, we drive up there. We're driving up there with, we're in in this bus with Dina, my best friend, her father, the oldest living grandchild of this rabbi. And he's 91. His brain's completely there. And just so you have a, a year ago, the same week, he wanted to go, but was so sick in, in, Florida. in Florida and Hatzalah Air, the ambulance corps of the Jews flew him to New York to a special doctor, Dr. Ibrahim and Dr. Matthews, and they like just gave him life. What, for, at, what was he sick with? He had a heart thing. Oh, and I know and Dr. in Florida, and in, and, in, and in Florida, they were like, okay, this is it. Kids, come say goodbye to your father. And like, and anyway, anyway, he, he comes, this is a year later, from yeah. a year from his deathbed, he's on a bus psyched as all hell this whole family his grandchild his uh great grandchild i'm still trying i'm honestly having a little bit of a hard time picturing the two of you on a bus no no it's like a chic little it was a one of those buses like like one of those like tour air conditioned bus it's Uh, got a nice thing everybody's got nice seats and he's up front and uh and then he uh, like we're like an hour and a half up there and um he grabs the mic there's a microphone for the if ever it is a tour guide, and you know I've heard many of his of his stories from the Holocaust, and then he hits us with one that I'd never heard, crazy story about when they were being transferred from one camp to another. They put him on trains, and they were on this train, and his mother, who is the granddaughter of Reb Shaila, she she also had the gift. She was called the Rebbiton, and she lived in Florida. Many, many people went to visit her and all of that, and big rabbis would come to see her and get advice from her and all of that. 
she had a feeling that they shouldn't get off the train when the train stopped because they knew that there was what, what did she, he say? He said that um, the the Germans the were Germans using, would put military equipment on the same trains as the Jewish people so that if there were troops from the other side like ambushing them, they would be like, oh, we're bombing supplies. Not just like the people were hidden in the train that had like tanks and cranes yeah. and whatever machinery on it. So she knew to stay on the train or something, and she everybody everybody else that got off the train died, but she like s- stood oh by the God. door and said, "No one get off the train." She knew that, that they would be safer on the train, and everybody that was with her survived. And there's like he has I just got hundreds of, has of stories, stories yeah. like this. This is just a throwaway. He just he just hey. Everybody getting them in the vibe of where we're going and keep in mind what this is. We pull up and now, yes, throughout the year people come there, but 20,000 people showed up to this event and they had a, they had the army and the police organizing what's going on. Crowd control. Yeah. And like there's a parking lot that is like lower from where the town is from Kerastir and you're supposed to park there and then you take like a shuttle up there. But he's 90, he's not getting on shuttles and he's not doing that. And he is who he is. VIP. He's Madonna of this. It's like Madonna gets right into... No, yeah. it was like being with Madonna. He was swarmed. Swarmed. Um, so they make the calls and we drive right up to the town. The town of Kerastir, the house where he was born. Insane. And he's showing us, over here I was born, over here my father used to see people. This is the room where they would make little notes and stuff. All of that. And a synagogue. Wow. And it was really cool. And um, and, and food, when... lots of food. It was always a place where people can come and eat. So they had this, I don't know if you saw my Instagram, they had this cholent pot, the stew pot that was the size of a jacuzzi. Literally. <laughs> it was huge. Um, and just for food. And people who know that this is a special place. They sponsor and they build tents and places for people to eat and places for people to to pray. And it's an event. And then from where the town is, you drive up a few minutes and that's where the grave is. Okay. And we get to, so we drive up to, so we spend a little time down there. He spent about an hour in the house. What's the house now though? It's like basically it's like- It's almost a, like a museum. museum. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. almost like a museum. Kind of vibe. Yeah. Like there's plaques being like, this is what this place is, but it's a very public space, it feels like. It's it like completely public. Like just, Everybody coming in yeah. and out, and especially during 20,000 people coming through in one day. Um, and it's there's crazy. Yeah. And um, I mean, the structure looks like they fixed it a little bit, so it doesn't just fall. But you can tell some of the doors were like from back in the day. And, you know, it, and the house was the same shape and the courtyard of, uh, this is where a big rabbi lived. It's, it was a thing. And um, so then we went up to the grave. The grave. Which now, they've built like a, a little house around it. So like, right? How would you describe the structure? Because we, I think like the call structure it an is. O- ohel, which is a, which tent. means tent, but it's not a tent. It's a solid building. There's a grave. It's it's the, the the rabbi Rabbi Shaila and his son are buried next to each other, and then there's like a little. You've seen when I go to the Lubavitch Rebbe, yes. you know, where, where are all those notes? Yes. Then there's like a little square where you can put the notes in. Now you have to imagine the room is I'm gonna say twenty five by twenty five. If that. If that. Twenty five by twenty five feet with one thousand Hasidic men inside. Packed 
It is wall-to-wall chassids. And we came in from the back and where the exit is. And we came in and the security, that they, which was Shomrim, which means people who watch, from Antwerp they came and they were doing an amazing job. It was fascinating to watch how they had respect for everybody and they were sweet to everybody and they were just like, they knew people had a mission and a goal and people, everyone thinks that they're a macher, but they really, really just took care of it and they brought us in and we're walking with a 90 year old yeah, man. People are like pushing and shoving. It's like People intent. are like very aggressive. It doesn't and, shock me. And, I'm and sorry we, I'm holding him with one hand, his grandsons with the other hand and we bring him in and we're parting the way and Leo's just like pushing... Leo was kind of in the back, making sure no one pummels from the back. We were pushing from the front, and no one comes from the front. And this is also kind of the time when, I don't know if you remember a year ago when that whole thing happened in Israel. Yes. When the stampede happened. Yeah, it was giving that. For a second, I got a little scared. Like, it was a little intense. It was intense. And Okay. I mean, I don't know at what point, like, I can jump in here, but this whole thing sounds so insane. Like, no, then you have to imagine was- we get we get into in front of the grave and I get one of the security people like basically hands me like a metal barricade, like the ones they use at concerts. And he's like, here, use this. And I just put it up behind me and I, like That's I have amazing. my arms out and people are shoving like like why are almost they, like why one, why are they behaving like this? They're they're just, there's behaving. not enough room there's not all right, enough room then for don't everyone let that many people no, 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 no. they can't so i have came. we it's, have it's, barricades we've made this little bubble for people are there crying for children with diseases and crying for their crying people were literally crying at this grave they make this kind of way for us and now we are about three feet if maybe less, two and a half feet from the stone. I'm wearing my Prada sunglasses the whole time, just right? To give contacts. Everyone are. else is in full chassid garb. I'm I was like, wearing a Shul, Nike Shulpreen. I saw that. Shulpreen. I saw you in your it's very cap. black. Look, very everything was very. It was. I was. We, we, I was giving like security guard slash. Yeah, same. You know, like uh, where with him kind of. <laughs> where with him looks is the look we pull. Yeah, we had to pull a look. You can't. I was not doing. Dina's like everybody's, everybody's just wearing a white shirt. I said I'm not wearing yeah, a white shirt. We were, I'm coming with my black T-shirt. I'm coming as me. All black, Lululemon. All black, and then like I thousands the of whole, Hasidic I men <laughs> and thousands. I, like, of I have Hasidic. a lot of questions. Keep no, no, going. go ahead. So now we, out of nowhere, a chair floats over the floats crowd. Floats over the crowd. This red chair. You see it coming over a thousand people's heads. It's like crowd surfing. Boom, 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 boom. It lands. We get it. We put it right in front of the tombstone, and now Yoiko, Rabbi Yoiko, Rabbi Yisroel Gross, the grandchild of this great grandchild of this big big rabbi, is now sitting in front of the stone after after a year kind of waiting to get to this spot, and is like, we are all surrounding him. Me, Leo, his grandsons his son his his son-in-law his wife dina's son-in-law where's dina in in the women's section Uh, don't Uh, just relax just we'll get there just do me a favor just breathe and then um and then now we're surrounding him so he has a barricade the whole place is squished screaming crying and he's sitting there like he's in his living room and he gets this moment of calm 
And then he gets up, touches the grave, and says Kaddish for, for, and the place shuts up. And you hear it, and it is so insane, right? You, you, the place is sh- shivering. Then he sits down, and he gets the notes out of his pocket for people who made huge donations to charities through him. And he says their names, and he prays for them. And um, then we didn't want to just leave, so he said to Hillam Psalms, and we prayed with him. Then he gave he gave us all blessings at the tombstone at the grave, and um, I took and, my sunglasses off for that. Yeah, part. he took his sunglasses off, <laughs> um, and and we walked him out from the back, and he right away pulls out this stack of of money and starts handing it to all the people that there's a lot of schnorrers there beg, I don't want to say beggars people who need help and they, they come they to beggars. these beggars and schnorrers and how did get, they get there great question they're it must always be hard to break even on this trip but they, <laughs> they always I'm waiting for the part that Modi performs. well they, they they get up there anyway because they make sure they want to get up there to get blessings for whatever they're snoring for what are they snoring for everything from a daughter's wedding that they have to make with no money to a diseased child god forbid to uh, an organization that's that's need needs help people are begging that for money that could have been like a really good place for you to sell merch uh. No, not not that vibe. But <laughs> it was, um, it was, it was. No, but the whole time we were, were up there, it was literally like being with Madonna. Like he would make, he would walk two steps, and then he would have to stop and like do a whole interaction with people. Was, people come to him. You know my grandpa because I know your grandfather. I know him. I know who yeshiva he built. I know this and that. And the, and there was a kid being bar mitzvahed. Mm-hmm. This is how crazy the world is. So there was a kid being bar mitzvahed in the synagogue downstairs, not, not by the grave downstairs. It was just, this kid just, just first time being by mentor. He had the tefillin on, a new hat, adorable. Um, and he, um, and he, they brought the kid out of the bar mitzvah, out of the, out of this, to, to get a blessing from him. And I was standing to get a blessing from Rabbi Gross. And I'm standing, they have me in the picture. And what do they post? Comedian Modi was at this at this kid's bar. Like, li- really, really, <laughs> comedian Modi was at the. I'm like, could you send me a picture without For the my record? Face I, I got recognized at the gravesite. This is we're burying the lead here because <laughs> we were. Someone knew. Someone uh, clocked me from the podcast. No yeah. way. A full a on full yoyli. A full yoyli with the payas, the hat, the whole thing comes yeah. over. He goes. Leo, no. I'm like, no. no. I listen to the podcast. I'm you should know like this. It's very mysterious. Oh it's very, very mysterious. I like, I like what you guys do. I like what you talk about. I like what you're saying. It's very mysterious. And so I, I know, I know right away it was you. And then I look, I see Mori. I know that it's Mori and Leo. We listen to the I'm podcast. I'm a big deal in Karastir. He was I'm a, a hit in Karastir. T-shirt. What? I'm a big deal. I'm in a big deal in Karastir. I am not a big deal in Karastir, Rabbi. Uh, uh, Rev Shail is the, is the big deal in Karastir, and it was unbelievable. And to see Dina in her element there, she's such a rebbitzin. She's she full, looked really chic. She looked chic. What she was had she wearing. Let's, and first wait, of all, let's she's really thin. She's super are. in a minute. She was super thin. She had this amazing outfit, full sneers, like a black was it Prada. 
it was like a white button down with like a black vest over it, but like a very like flowy button down and then like, a, you know, like the nice shoes and the, no, the, the shoes, the hat, hat like what a Prada that hat. Mean that she's a Rebitson. She definitely has the powers. Well, I don't know what that means. They, no, like really, like isn't I thought a Rebitson was like somebody who's married. It means to rabbi's wife. But in this case, it also means like, you know, look. Dina's father has some kind of a gift. People go to him for prayers. They have problems. They, they he this helps is Rabbi them out. Gross. Rabbi Gross. They come and he's helped many people in Where a million. Where does he live? In, in Miami. Miami. In Miami. Miami. And uh, and so he, and and he has that gift. Dina many times woke up and like called me. I had a dream last night and like something happened. Like wow, that kind of stuff. So all right. So um, anyway, she looked chic and she definitely had. Um, the Rebitson-ish vibe to her. And the women were in a section, which I, I, I looked over because she want, she gave me all the notes to put. She gave me to give her father all the notes from the women to put at the grave. Okay, stop. Are women not allowed to put notes on the grave? They are. Okay. They are. And there's usually a section where they come in, but because it was so packed... They were outside the. They weren't outside. They were. They were at the gravesite, but not but like they had to stay. Right. There was like back, a right, like, like like at the Lubavitch Rebbe's, at the Lubavitch Rebbe's in Queens. In the, there's the men and women are both at the grave at different sides. Okay, different sides, and it's not packed. What, what like, sides? Where are the men and like the men? Are they are, like at the same side, or are the women like on? The crappier side. No, 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 no. Both, both, even good sides. They're okay. both at but the But it stone. was so. It was almost so aggressive in there that, like, it would have been. Women couldn't handle. No, it. I'm not saying that they wouldn't handle it, but it would have been like it's, hard for. It them wouldn't to, have been sneers. Yeah, it first of all, it would not, not have been. To, I'm in someone's armpit, like, like this, like this, like this. I so I don't think they. I don't know. It didn't seem um, prohibitive. It just seemed like that's what was happening. Yes, the and moment. they didn't mind, and they knew they were at this holy, holy, holy site. And it's, Periola is biting her lips so hard she's going to bleed over the table. <laughs> I, I, I think if you were there, you, you'd have caught the vibe too, and not, not like I want to go to the gravesite right now. It's not about that. I mean, I don't. I'm sure that that's true. I'm sure that there was a magical vibe there. That's iced tea, just so you don't think it's coffee. Ew. I should have just let you do it. Ew. First of all, who drinks someone's drink like what? that? I can't. I'm dying of it's thirst. Fine. Literally, just drank piss. It's good. It's, iced tea is so gross. Um, iced tea is good. I mean, you can't. You can drink this. I'm. I don't have COVID um, or anything. Oh, now she. I hope you. I hope, I hope I have it. <laughs> I hope I have it. You get um, it now. <laughs> listen, don't try to like. It is what it is. Don't try to like make it okay. Like I just it's let her a have pro- this. It's yes, a you're right. You're right. It's a big problem. No, I it's think an I, issue. I, I don't agree with it either. Okay, and that's I all. want you to know that also. I was in shul. This week, and I voiced my opinions on some oh, things. Oh my God, I have <laughs> to tell you the story. I love that. So it's my father's Parsha, my father's um, uh, weekly portion. So we sponsored a cake and we did a whole thing. And Rabbi Gav Bellino always makes a, a, he always gives a good speech. How come I don't get invited to You're more than things. welcome to come to Sixth Street Synagogue whenever you want. Okay. Anyway, so Leo's sitting there. I'm usually asleep when Modi goes. Yeah. So anyway, so I I get to it's nine a.m. Saturday morning. But I said come to every Saturday. Yeah, if you can, you go. So we're there, and he's sitting there. By some miracle, I was awake, so I just went. He he came to shul, 
and we and he's going through the parsha, and the parsha was talking the weekly portion was talking about like something not cute, like where you have to make people who have scars stay in a village away. I don't want to get into it. Anyone who had defects was like, no, you can't come up. to It's them. like leprosy type of a thing. No, it was like if anyone has a white mark on the color of their eye, it's no. Us. If and anyone has a limb that's longer like than the other, no. What? Like, yes. and I was like. This isn't nice. Okay, so I said then, could you wait, find... Wait, 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 wait. Do not gloss not. over this. What does that mean? So if you have This is Old Testament, so I'm not fighting not... for the Old Testament. There's enough people fighting for the Old Testament. <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even engaging you with this. It's what's written in the, in the Torah. Okay. It's a, uh, he didn't like... We should what, edit it out. The, okay, and let's... That was her talking, not me. <laughs> um, so I said, "Go, could you find another partial to read? So all of a sudden he's looking and goes, yes, this is good. And, and it's the sabbatical year. Take a year <laughs> off on the seventh. He goes, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing a sabbatical year. And that was where, so you I see, mean, there was a miracle. In New York, so. It was very, very funny. I have to funny. tell you something that just occurred to me. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't think of you immediately. So we're doing this comedy show fundraiser for Ukraine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That um, at Congregation Road after Shalom, mm-hmm. which is going to be amazing. And you're performing at along with some other wild talent. Um, do you know what the date is? What? 613. 613. Oh, wow. 613. What's 613? That's the amount of mitzvot that are in the Torah. Oh, Isn't wow. that crazy? Wow. Yes. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing, yeah. It's right? Very, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, See, I can get with it. Then we went. Then we went to. This is about. This is like now. Oh well, good. So hard cut from Karastir. Uh, <sighs> we get back to. We get back to Budapest, and then we fly to Frankfurt. Frankfurt to, connect to Venice to connect to Venice. So now, 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 to, now, now the, you've heard of what's happening in Budapest at this given time. Yeah, yeah. The. How would you describe what the airport in Frankfurt looked like? So, <laughs> you're in your head now, you're understanding that 20,000 Hasidim from New York, New, New York, Muncie, Lakewood, um, all over Israel are flying in, and the airline that is closest and most convenient to work with with this is Lufthansa. Which is the irony of ironies. And this is all happening, just swarming in. And you know I don't curse. And and I'm telling you that, you know, they came to this town, Kerastir, and took the Jews out to the camps. And one of them was Dina's father. And I'm telling you, this was the biggest F you to the EU (laughs) ever. They're just 20,000 Hasidim are coming in. Children of children who came out of ashes have oh. showed up on Lufthansa. <laughs> These women and men on Lufthansa had no idea what was what was happening. They were in the whole flight. Shock. It was just Hasidim and then Modi and I, and then like one lost goy. We okay. So when <laughs> when we flew to when we flew from New York to Frankfurt, there were another eighteen Hasidim that were with us. And the rest of the flight was just people who weren't Hasidic people. And we get off, and they knew there was a connection to Budapest, and there was a little bit of a delay. So someone was standing there with a sign saying Budapest. So we all went there. So it's me, Leo, 18 Hasidim. And one of them turns to me and says to me, are you going to Kerstir? So I said to them, yes. He goes, are you going to work there? 
Like they thought we were working the sound system. Like we were the all, caterers. Like the catering or something. <laughs> oh my God, that is hysterical. And, and, so I answered them in Yiddish. I go, no, I'm going with Reb Yoiko. That's my cousin. And I, da, da, da. it was amazing. Um, the, the whole thing So was, now this was the day before. We had a full day just to hang in Budapest. But the day of the entire flight was Hasidic. And they were from they were a little bit unruly from what the flight attendants were saying, and some didn't wear the mask, some did wear the mask, which I I'm sure was the situation. And then Lufthansa had to tell them, We're not flying you, we're not putting you back on the flight. It was not a cute yeah, did event. Did you see the articles that came and out? And the that videos week? that came out that week. Yeah. It was a it was not a win-win for anybody. Listen. And Lufthansa didn't I, I don't think I would have been like you know what? This is happening one day. No mask. Go. Just no, do it. Not no, to. No. Yeah. No. No. You don't get a special pass. To but they also lumped them all into one. So well. some of them were wearing masks. Some weren't. But the fact that they were all dressed as Hasidim, they took them Can all. Can I and say said, something controversial? Please. That, sure. I do think that when you make a choice to follow a certain lifestyle that dictates how you look and how you dress and how you present yourself to the world that when you find yourselves in those situations where there are bad apples you are going to get lumped it's just like how human psychology works if you're someone standing behind the gate at an airport and there's a hundred men all dressed the same standing in front of you and some of them are wearing a mask and some of them aren't and they're all standing together you can't go through and point people out you're just gonna deal with the situation by saying you guys can't get on the plane because yeah, so you're all standing together you're all together basically I, I'm really into this version of Leo I've <laughs> come on I, but I feel that way about anyone who decide like I'm going to also say something that I was kind of because, you know, as someone who was at Kirstier, who for once I was the one who was dressed differently, right? right. I, you know, comparatively to everyone else what, there. What, head to toe in Prada? <laughs> like I we was, were the fish out of water. We were the fish out of water. So it made me kind of well, process. It, we were the ones out of our right, element. Except as opposed, that you were like the most VIP people there. No, but we were you know, with, but we weren't. We were, no, in terms of just, how we were like presenting. Okay. Yeah. So. He didn't go as Yoli. No, he didn't no, go, didn't as, go Yoli. as Yoli. If you had, you no would have noticed yeah, me. No, no one, one would have noticed me at all. <laughs> but I do think that, like, and this applies to people of all religions, I think that when you make a choice, it's like, this is how I'm going to dress, this is, these are the type of clothing I'm going to wear, and this is how I'm going to cover my head and my hair and et cetera, that you're going to have... It's unfortunate, and I don't think it's right, but, like, when those when you're at an airport and there's people... There's bad apples in the bunch. You're gonna get rolled in with the but bunch. Yes, yes. Which is not, a, but, but it's not a, it's not a, it's not, not a good thing. But good people thing. are acting like surprised. Like, right. like this right. is how Do the human. Do you also bre- think that you have a responsibility if you're not chartering a private plane that like you need to follow the rules of the airline? Like put on a mask. Okay. If you don't so wear a some mask, did, some didn't. I don't know what to tell you, but yes, they, they lumped them in. I could definitely see a situation of in course. which there were like five people not wearing a mask, but the other people like below their nose and like kind of not putting it on and they're all together they're all yeah. traveling as a group like, and listen then, you guys know I'm an anti-masker now since the second I know, time but I still, got COVID but you're not an anti-chassid and you're not no, anti-Jew of course, of I'm not anti-chassid or anti-Jew I wasn't there ours was ours was very smooth we were a day before so it wasn't a full Hasidic flight but they lost it and it wasn't cute and videos what kept happened? What are, the, are you saying that like there was like anti-Semitism going on with there, not on our specific flights but with all the flights full of Hasidim that week and those days that 
were happening in Hungary. So all the connecting flights f- through Frankfurt and everything, there were s- incidents that were like in the news, like on MSNBC, of like, of being like Lufthansa accused of anti-Semitism wow, by okay. like I kicking. Didn't, like, that's different. I did not know that that's yeah, what this you guys was like, were saying. I didn't read the news because I was news, in the yeah. British West Indies. Right. Oh, we get it. We get <laughs> it. You're, 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 you're that. You're all that. Um, um, but that's horrible it was horrible yeah it's it is a horrible, horrible thing it's like when you lump all it's like when police are are they lump all black people into yeah. one it's exactly a, a little different it's not that different but it's it's it's, yeah. it's well yeah it's not that different um and so the flight that we now so we were there we flew there with a day extra so it wasn't packed Hasidim on our flight but the flight out of Budapest the next day was all Hasidim. It's an entire flight going from Budapest to Frankfurt, Modi and Leo, and two other poor businessmen who had no idea what happened to them, and the rest of the flight Hasidim. At the gate, they had nonstop minyanim, the services for for, uh, for, for Mincha. And they were passing out cakes, and they were passing out like food, and they all came on the plane, and they were fine, actually. No, they everyone were, was behaved. Everybody was behaved. They were very sweet. Funny thing happened. Like the the the, the woman who was the flight attendant asks. Um, yeah, as we're like as they're connecting this guy. Like once we arrived to the destination, and there wasn't, you know. I always feel like it's interesting when pe- the timing of people ask like, a potentially awkward question. So she waited till like they were about to get off the plane in case she had to like sit in this for a while. Mm-hmm. So she, as like we're pulling up to the gate, she goes, the, the, the flight attendant goes, so what exactly, uh, what festival was happening in uh, Budapest? Just like out of curiosity, like what? And Modi turns to me and goes, she's asking so that she can request this week off next year. Hilarious. Which is going to be hysterical because this next week is not, the next week of this year time, right. at this time of the year, will not be the same time as the Yord site because the calendars are different. The Jewish calendar. Did you so tell she, her that? No, let her book her week off and then land right into this next year again. Um Okay, so, but then you guys came out of this and you flew into Venice, Venice, Venice. which because I had a show in Venice, I had a show in Venice. So instead of coming back to New York and then to Venice, we made a four-day trip out of Venice, and it was a lot of things happen. It looked we did so Shabbat sick. in Venice. We toured the Jewish ghetto. We saw Kevin Hart. Uh, we went to the Biennale. We, we <laughs> so we, we get trip. to we we land in we land in in Venice and it was Friday, right? I think so. It was yeah. Friday, so um, we had a connection to the Chabad rabbi at the Jewish ghetto and his wife. She's like a Instagram tweeter thing. Mm-hmm. What's her the name Chabad on Instagram? The Chabad rabbi is a wife. No, is his, a Instagram. His, his wife is a Chabad rabbi. Wait, who cares about this? Can you guys media. tell me about Kevin Hart, please? Oh, so we. This is what happened. Like, we were in Prada. We were in the Prada store. <laughs> <laughs> you would think my whole closet is Prada. I own one Prada thing, but we. I was like, I want to. We were anyway. We're in Prada, and I see the salesperson taking a tray of champagne over to the other side of the store. And I was like, ooh, someone's spending money. (laughs) And I'm like, who could it be? So then I turn the corner and I see Kevin Hart. And I was like, what? And the Modi hadn't seen him yet, but there was like, he was on the over here and there was a mirror here and Kevin Hart was here and they both look up and see each other in the mirror. From oh around the God. corner, it was really cute, and then they both—it was really nice. We you just guys, Monica! 
we hugged and there's a great picture. Dude got a picture of us hugging and it was like just so sweet to see him. Him and his wife were shopping. And shopping Nico. and we she were just really nice. We uh, have we, you guys known each other forever? Before he goes, he goes to his wife. Goes he knew me before I was Kevin Hart and we used to be at the cellar and we used to he they used to let me sit at the table and. He used to come and watch us at me at a Boston Comedy Club, and he was so sweet was and very, so very nice. Sweet. And we had the best time, and we connected, and we just—it was just a great, great energy, and it was fun, I love and it was just a fun, nice meeting. And uh, I was so happy that it happened. It was a highlight what of the was trip. He, was he also coming? He's from doing Karis a movie Sierra? there. He, he, he went to Karis. The title is going to be Kevin Hart, Karis Dear, We Need Another K. That's exactly <laughs> what, if you don't think that's what was in my head just now. Karis Dear, Kevin Hart, right, and, and we'll get there. We'll I'll get there. It out. Um, but we had Shabbat in the Jewish ghetto, which is insane. First of all, it's so hysterical. Everybody walks around Venice like, this is the oldest Jewish ghetto in the world. It's the oldest. They're so proud. I'm like, that's so horrible. It's like, you're the first ones to invent. Jews can only live here. <laughs> It was educational. I I thought we're touring the Jewish ghetto. I thought, oh, this is just the neighborhood where mostly voluntarily Jews just happened to sort of like yeah. congregate around and like this is where they lived. And they were like, nay, nay. There was a gate. It closed at night. You had to check in and out. No. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, intense. Yeah. Like they're like really? this. And they pointed that like in the wall. They're like, this is where the gate Are was. Are you serious? Yeah. 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 And was to... there a Prada there then too? I don't, unfortunately. No, the Prada no. was in a different <laughs> section. but I'm like. Kidding. It's just, a, you, know, you know, like you hear Jewish ghetto, Jewish ghetto, but like the story, long story short, because I mean, it's an insane story. There were Jews living there and they were running. And it, was it was like the very, 1600s, right? Yeah, 1500. Yeah, 1600. Yeah. No, no, 1500th, 16th century. I'm pretty sure. When the years okay. begin with one five something something, right? Like 1539, like that. And then it kept growing. They kept expanding. And it was because Venice was a main... Um, the reason it's so rich and beautiful is because they had money because there was a lot of trade coming through there. Mm -hmm, right. And the Jews were the ones funding it and getting loans for it and doing all kinds of stuff. And they made them live in the ghetto. And they made them wear yellow hats when they walked outside Are the ghetto. Are you serious? It's insane. Yeah, we learned insane. a lot. We had a very good tour guide. I forget her name for the Jewish ghetto, um, but she wasn't Jewish. I want to do that. Um, it was crazy. Brilliant. Yeah, I, I could have listened to that woman talk about anything. I was When I left, I was like, you need to do she audio gave, books. You know, she gave like... A, she needs she, to she's come speaking, on the podcast. Maybe she we could very, zoom her in. She spoke very, very like... Like, very, uh, like a female David Attenborough. Exactly. <gasps> yeah. And she's like, and, uh, and even though the synagogues are so beautiful, the Jews were not allowed to participate in actually building them because they weren't allowed to be in the guilds that were building guilds. Yeah. So, and she was like, ve and like you're yeah, like, it was very, what? It was crazy. And then it just didn't, um, it didn't, uh, it didn't stop. Um, she was so good in this, and just nonstop. And then that night, we go. I went to Chabad in the ghetto. And there was Friday night services, and the rabbi made kiddush in the middle of the the, the blessing on the wine, in the and we sang Shalom Aleichem and Eshet Chayim. So I was so happy, and there was police there, but not to make sure the Jews don't leave, to make sure no one kills the Jews, okay. which was a nice. And shout out to Gam Gam, the kosher restaurant where we ate like three meals. <laughs> we we weren't. They invited us for Shabbat. We yeah. ate there. No, we we had lunch with them when we first got there Friday afternoon, and they said. 
we'd like to come Friday night. And then we went there twice on our own after. And we the food's delicious. Delicious. Really, really good. I just really want to say that gom, I feel gom. like... Anybody going to, anybody can, going to Venice, gom people, gom. Can we stop promoting places no, that aren't sponsored? They were us, so please? sweet. There was, and there's a yeshiva no, there. there is someone else we need to mention. There. Oh, my God. Venice <laughs> Luxury, Avivit. She, did, she is a sponsor at this point. She reached out on Modi's Instagram... We get a DM from someone whose handle is at Venice Luxury. And I'm in Venice. And I'm like, I should open this. So I open it. She goes, hi, I'm a super big fan. I run a luxury travel concierge service. You're like, we'll be there in five minutes. What can I do for you? And I was like, everything. No. <laughs> so Leo says so to me, <laughs> Leo says to me, I want to see the Biennale, the art, yeah. festival. art festival. And I, I fully dyslexic write no, Daniele. No, because a key part of the story the, is that you use voice to text. So you're voicing into your WhatsApp, we want to go to Dianale, which comes out Daniele. Daniele, which, which is, is which is the number one, like supposed to be the number one, which is not, but it's it's a very top tier hotel and has this terrace restaurant that is magnificent. So she, she goes, I got you in there for 1230 at lunch. It's impossible. We got you all set. Then I go, lunch. I go, <laughs> He, he he looks at them. He goes, "No, I want the." I go, <laughs> so I go, "No, we want to go to the to the Biennale, the festival." She meets us there. She knows every single artist being presented. She waltzed us right in. Wa- right in oh there. Oh my god, I love this. She yeah. knew every. She knew the backstory of every single piece of art. They they train them because this thing yeah. is there for a while. She's, yeah. she's I've an been official to tour. In she's an official it's, tour guide. She's the she's, only Hebrew speaking licensed official tour guide of Venice. Obviously, you guys found her. She Avi- found us. Avi- she Avi- found Avi- us. Avi- Avi- she's a, she invited us to dinner with her family. We had like, dinner it was with very her kids. special. And like the, her son was golfing like in Venice. It's like we're and and she's amazing. Connected up the wazoo. It's so funny. At one point, I'm looking at you're walking through Venice, and there's these buildings from 1500s, and you're thinking like some of them are closed. Like they just why isn't what, what do they do with these old buildings? And that. Two seconds later, she says, hey, there's a, a part at the St. Mark's Square that has been closed for 500 years. They're just opening it now. It's the opening day. Do you want to come with me? I'm like, yes. And yeah, it was this museum. She hooked everything up. And her family was sweet. She, she was like a real... you in Venice with all of this is like very on brand. Wait, it okay. was very it on was brand. Very the on whole brand. thing was very on it brand. It was very on brand. And then we had the show. Okay. So now we the have to whole make purpose sh- of this trip was for you to for do this to, private uh, sh- event. Now we have to say it so <laughs> that no sure? one finds out who this was for. So let me I'm handle that. Let me just make sure that that's there was uh, a family trip, they calling it, of three couples that went to. They actually went to Karastia first, and then they went to to um, to Venice. Uh, staying at the St. Regis, but they took a mansion next door because they had to have kosher food. They brought a chef, a kosher chef, and a mashgiach, somebody to watch over to make sure that everything is kosher. So they were sleeping in the St. Regis and eating in the palace next door because it was kosherfied. It was kosherfied for them. <laughs> and then they had a million things set up, and this tour guide, Lelechet, I will definitely tell you that it's a, they... It's this tour guide called, called this tour agency called the Lechet, and they set it up. And this couples are very reli- these couples are very religious, 
And the guy who was planning it with the tour guide, with the, with the tour person, th- let's one of the evenings bring Modi. Mm. So that was the reason of us being in Venice. And now I'm performing for six people. This is like my favorite story ever. Okay, so I'm performing for six people. So now... First of all, we walk into this palazzo and I was like, oh, this is where we get hunted for sport. It's just like these double giant doors clanging shut behind us, like this giant marble entryway. I was like, this isn't one of those movies. You where- get into, <laughs> you get where the mansion was, where the, where, the, where the show was. They have a living room and they had like gondola rides before and they had the mire of service and all of this stuff, the evening service. And this was the evening event. It's like 1030 at night. It's 1030 at night. We meet. This is the, insane. We meet the guy in because you can't really find this place, this mansion. Yeah, so we met in the lobby of the Saint Regis, where I all of a sudden hear Hebrew. You always hear Hebrew anywhere you go, yeah. and it's people we knew from Israel. Oh, oh and we like, yeah, oh my crazy. God, how are you? What's going on? Da, 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 da. And then this Hasidic guy walks into the full curls and everything to get me to go bring me to this place to do the show. And like, you know, he sees me, he goes, Maudi, yeah, Mr. Great, are you ready? I go, yeah, I'm a guy. And we, we, go to, we go around the corner, we walk in there, they're prepared. They were told there was going to be some type of an event after their dinner and their dessert and the prayer, and it's me. So there's six people and me. Two of the couples, and obviously the guy that hired me knew who I was, kind of, they are from a religious neighborhood. I'm not going to mention the neighborhood. Okay. But they're like, it's a very uptight Jewish. I promise you, they're not listening. That's I how promise they you, are. this will get somehow to. <laughs> it takes two seconds and two yentes, and it's in their ear. Okay. 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 And I wouldn't want to ruin. A, I don't need to expose them, and they don't need. You're not exposing them. So almost. then, I get there, and everyone except for one of the ladies was so into it. So into it, cracking up, laughing. Modi's here. I was wearing my, my Modi yarmulke. Oh my God, give me that for your, my, my, my sister's kid loves whatever. And I was like, I was, I, and then this is a religious guy. I go, as soon as I'm done, you can have the yarmulke, <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is his Anyway, I get That's them going. Easy. I get them going. And the woman that wasn't into it, she, she wasn't into comedy happening. She wasn't into me. I used to, I, I was telling Leo, like she hated my guts, but no, she wasn't amused. This was not for her. Okay. And she was afraid it was going to get dirty. And so I was like trying to, you know, I was being super clean. You're, and then I was yeah. kind of like testing a little bit. I said, I had a joke about, wow, you guys are staying at the St. Regis. Much better than the Catskills. And then he said to me, he goes, you know, from the Catskills? I go, of course I'm from the Catskills. I stayed there once. I called the manager. I said, hey, I got a leak in the sink. He said, go ahead, <laughs> which is hysterical. And she goes, that's not a clean joke. Yeah. So oh, she right boy. away, so she set that tone. She, the, she set the tone How of, old, I'm not amused what, by what this. What age range? 50. Okay. They're 50. So they would love me. Oh, yeah, the, you'd be a <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll get you the And please sure. help me welcome to the sofa... <laughs> Periel. 
and you could put your foot on on one of the pieces of art on the wall behind. (laughs) Do you know what it reminded me of? Like, I read a lot of things about like 1700s, 1800s, like England, where there was like saloon and parlor games and like parlor celebrities who would do like seances type things or like these sort of like uh, characters or shows that they would do. That's what it felt like. I was like, you were in this like dimly lit sort of like living room on the canal in Venice with like these people on these sofas. Sounds they and, were and they were like make us laugh. Yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then it was like um it was just they kind of got they were into it laughing and the husband of the woman not into it was cracking up but he like knew he couldn't over laugh because she, she's not laughing. It was like a And Will the people Smith that were situation. laughing, yeah. the ones that were laughing hard would laugh so hard and then look at her not laughing and laugh even harder because the like because it was funny that it was even funny that it was funny that she wasn't laughing. Anyway, it was a fun night. The effort was made. He definitely made an effort to to have a fun time and they I think they did have a fun time. Um, that's incredible. And I mean, that that's... was, and that was and we got uh, a four day trip to Venice out of it. No, but four... also, it feels like that's not easy to perform for six people. It would have been easy if she kind of yeah. was into it and she went with it, and it wasn't dirty at all. And believe me, I, I all my jokes were set to be clean, and and she was just gone with it. But she wasn't amused by the fact that this was happening. I think she'd have been much happier if he brought a rabbi in to talk about something that spoke about Jews of Italy in the 1500s. Which right. they had a tour guide like that too, but she was hoping for that, not, not like da 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 da. Have some fun, folks. She was not into that. She wasn't amused. Period. She sounds like um, a lot of fun. No, don't. She sounds. What, she's what, her thing. How and she, long? How long did you perform for? I did like twenty five minutes. minutes. We're in, which so is not bad. Twenty five minutes. So we're in Venice for four days leading up to this performance that lasts twenty five minutes. <laughs> And I could see, so we're sitting there, (laughs) we're sitting there, they're facing me, and I'm facing to where the hall is, where I can see the guy that arranged it. Yeah. So he he's cracking up. Oh, he's I'm dying. Sure. I have no he, doubt. Not only is he dying from the material, he's dying from the situation. Right. Yet it's also his client. And then I see that the guy that hired me is like texting, and I guess he told him like give him the the, the red light. Let's end this because my wife is not featuring this. And then he, Leo pops out with his with his phone and the, <laughs> and the flashlight, <laughs> and Leo gives me the light. He gives me the light, and I'm like, I just want you to imagine six oh, religious people, Modi performing in a living room on in a mansion in Venice. Me across the hallway with my phone, like, let's get out of here. Yeah, and I'm like, and, and you were like, see ya, bye. And we just like ran out, and it was, it was um, and it and it, they got a good show, and they were like, the other couples, like, really, is he leaving? And I said, thank you so much. And one of, one of the couples was laughing so hard. He was drinking tea. He had a, you know, a, sp- a spit take. Uh-huh. And the whole thing fell on his oh shirt. It was so good. And like she just didn't give it. She did. She's like. She, it, it was, was a good what, show. It, it was, was a good, good show. And it was a good show. I gave it. I gave it. I could have given more. I would do this again in a heartbeat. I've done this type of thing before where you're at a table and it's more of a kumz. It's like a singing type of comedy thing. 
like someone invited me to a birthday party at a dinner table and it was for someone's birthday and it was hysterical I was going through my material it's more of an appearance yeah an but, appearance I get, but, I, 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 but I did do jokes and told them what I was working on and where yeah, I got it from it's a great gig are you kidding it was, it was amazing and, uh, and it was fun and I'm blessed that it was the, the, the whole the whole the whole thing beginning to end was a blessing and amazing opportunity and um, I love it I think it's amazing and I think now it's time for the, the light here yeah I'm um, giving you the light now so, uh, shout out to Reb Shaila. Uh Thank you very much for having us at your grave. And we look forward to many, many, many of the blessings for us and all of our listeners. Modi underscore live on Instagram, modilive.com for shows coming up. LA is almost sold out. So get your tickets for that. And then... Um, Christmas show is on sale. By yeah, the way. everyone, listen. If you're hearing this, get the cr- tickets to the Christmas show now because they always sell out. And this year is going to be better than ever. It's at a crazy venue, and they've been on they've been on sale for. You're getting plenty of notice, is what I'm saying. Yes, plenty Last of notice. Year, don't complain yeah. in November. Yeah, don't. I don't want to get any DMs from anyone in late November asking we for just tickets found to the out, Christmas yeah. show. They've been on sale for a few weeks now. They'll continue and to be on moving. sale. And they're moving. The tickets are moving for, so, for, for December. For December yeah. 24th and 25th, I believe. They're yeah. two shows. At Sony. So and, just um, shout out. And you had yeah. a show last night at, uh, um, at Stand Up and it was, was fun. It was, it was good. Fun. But how I, do they find out about your next show? Um, on my Instagram, Periel Ashenbrand, on June 13th, okay. which is how many mitzvot there are in the Torah. 613. Yep. And uh, info at leolive.com. Or info Leo. at modilive.com. Info. <laughs> <laughs> or Leo underscore Vega if you want. Uh, uh, Leo's Instagram. Thank you all very much. And uh, support your local Jew. Bye. Bye. Bye.